Coworkers, welcome back to another episode of Coworking, the podcast that brings you the conversations you're currently missing from your workplace. So, Bianca. Yes. I would hope that our listeners have learned about you by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I think it's fair to say you are a dog person. I have multiple mugs that say dog person on them. So if that's not proof... I don't know what is. I don't know what other certifications I need. <laughs> <laughs> and and previously you talked about uh, being a bit of a, a dog breed expert. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd use the word expert, but I, I'll use the word expert. Ep- expert is a strong term. <laughs> but I mean, compared to like people who are just like, oh, cute dog. Yeah. yeah. So I... I learned a, a really interesting dog fact. Yes. Uh, probably about a month ago. And I didn't tell you. Okay. Because I wanted to gain more dog facts and then quiz you. <laughs> quiz you about these dog facts. <laughs> and so I have come today mm-hmm. with a list mm-hmm. of, of dog facts. They are separated in categories. Uh, some of these we can do them Jeopardy style. Oh, uh, but these first few. So we're going to start with the first one that I learned, which yeah. to me was the most mind blowing one. Yeah, and, and we'll get that one out of the way. Uh, and this one, I actually learned about this while watching a TikTok video about bees. It has <gasps> nothing to do with dogs. Sure, but the question is, and this is this is the category dog science. Okay, and the question okay. is. How do dogs tell time? How do they tell time? Yeah. How do they perceive time? How do your dogs know that it is, you know, that same time of the afternoon when it's time to go for a walk? Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I will tell you that Lola in my household knows exactly when mm-hmm. it is time and will not stop barking. Until she gets a walk. <laughs> um, how do they perceive time? Uh, it, I, I know they, they perceive it fairly accurately, but like the mechanism or the part of their... Is it something to do with their noses? Do they understand? Yes. They understand like sense? Yes. So it's actually... <laughs> they they pick up patterns of smells throughout the day. And starts to correlate those with actions that happen in the day. And so That's they incredible. don't. Uh, I tried to find more like scientific research into this. There's, sure. not, a, there's not a ton. But the, the TikTok video that I watched was talking about how bees perceive time. Yeah. And there are a bunch of science experiments that show that they do, in fact, perceive time. And they do it in a way where uh, no matter what weird constraints the scientists threw at these bees the bees still knew that it was like 4 p.m every day dogs on the other hand they don't perceive time as strongly because they rely on these scents right so there's actually this experiment this it was kind of an unscientific experiment but still it was really cool sure uh, where there's this uh this older couple they had a dog and every day 
uh, the wife would come home at like four o'clock and the husband would come home around five o'clock. And at like 4.45, 4.50, the dog would start waiting at the door, waiting for the husband to come home. Yeah. And and they were like, how does the dog do this? And they had this theory that, well, you know, the husband left sometime in the morning and his scent is still there in the house, but it dissipates over time. Sure. And the dog is picked up that, oh, when the scent gets down to this level, that means he's coming back soon. Right. And so they, they showed like a week straight, the dog on cue every time was waiting at the door. And then one day to throw a wild card at the dog before the wife came home, she picked up some like uh, sweaty clothes from the husband, clothes <gasps> that would that would have a scent. And yeah. then she came home and she like wafted them around their place. And the dog did not go to the door before <gasps> the husband got home. It threw off its sense of time. Yeah. Okay, that is some... That is some dog science that I would like to try to replicate. I'm not super sure how to do it in my own home because my husband and I work from home just all the time now. So mm-hmm, my dogs mm-hmm. are like, oh, when are you going to leave? But <laughs> yeah, th- no, that's fascinating. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was very mind blowing. I think there's going to be a lot of dogs they get extra confused. They're going to have to relearn some of these things once their mm-hmm. owners do start to go back to the office. Yeah. If they do. All right. Here are some other uh, dog science questions. These are not quite as mind blowing. Right. Uh, but still interesting. And you, you may actually know these because I happen to know a few of these. So this is like um, my version of Jeopardy where I don't have to buzz in. And this is <laughs> incredible. Yeah. All right. Why do dogs circle before laying down? Um, I know that it's so it has something to do with what they did when they were in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, of like making sure that the spot was comfortable. Um, because Lola also digs in like her perfectly fine orthopedic <laughs> pet bed, just like digs like she's gonna like dig up some sticks or whatever. Um, But I think it's, it's to make sure that like, it's an adequate spot to lay down. There's probably something more specific that I don't know. So there's a couple other theories. Yeah. uh, Cause I don't know that there's like rock solid evidence for any of this, but uh, one of them would be uh, testing wind direction to make sure that their nose is pointed in a way where they will smell anything coming, any threats. Oh, um, also, uh, picking a direction to point their head just so that they can see, sure. um, wherever threats are most likely to come from. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of that like wolf behavior, the, the survivability tactics. Yep. So, I mean, our, our dogs in our homes, they're, they're like, I feel like I need to do this, but I don't really know why. Right. The only threats that are in my home are the toys that are shaped like animals. Like that's really, (laughs) that's really it. All right. Another good one. Uh, I think there's a lot of dog owners out there that would love to know why on earth their dog does this. Why do dogs stare into your soul (laughs) when they're pooping? (laughs) I know this one. (laughs) It's so that, um, they can look to you 
to see if you see any danger because they're they're in a very vulnerable position (laughs) and so they're looking directly at you to be like hey give me a heads up (laughs) if i am in any danger (laughs) yeah that is exactly right (laughs) yeah i knew the poop one but i didn't quite know the walking in circles before laying down yeah well i i mean at some point it's natural to wonder why does my dog keep staring at me? Absolutely, because it is so pooping. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Even when we're looking like out one of the windows, yeah, our dog will somehow manage to lock <laughs> eyes, despite it's... the fact that the dog has pooped out there a thousand times. Yeah, and never run into danger. Never. Yep. Yeah. No. And I have dogs that are uh 60 to 70 pounds and can totally fend for themselves but every time like i'll just peek out and be like oh hey just wanna wanna check to see what they're doing because sometimes they're staring up into the tree (laughs) to be to be watching the squirrels and make sure that they don't come down and mess with our backyard um but then the other times yeah directly into my soul yeah did you now did you know that i was going to say while they're pooping as soon as i said stare directly into your soul i did not i thought you were gonna say which i don't (laughs) know the answer to this um so lola does this weird thing where she looks at different like stares at different parts of our house and i'm like well we have a ghost like that's the only (laughs) that's the only explanation i can give she looks like at the same part and we've gotten the bats removed from our home. So I know it's not that she, like, hears bats or anything. So I'm like, well, it must be that we have a ghost. And I have to call the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs have demons. Yeah. But the the while they're pooping threw me for a spin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next one. A lot of dogs do this. A lot of people take video of it and they put it up on the internet. Zoomies. Yes. Very common. What is the scientific name for Zoomies? I thought Zoomies was the scientific name for Mm. it. Uh, Involuntary running. Um, Ants in pants. (laughs) Uh, I don't know the answer to this one. Uh, so it is frenetic random activity period, oh. also known as frap or frapping. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's definitely a second best name for zoomies. So I actually learned frapping before I learned zoomies. Really? And I got confused about what zoomies were. <laughs> <laughs> zoomies, if you don't read it, um, is also the name of that shoe store. That's usually in the mall. (laughs) (laughs) But it's spelled very different. All right. Moving on from dog science, although this next one is still science-y. Okay. Uh, Dog evolution. Ooh. How many breeds are currently recognized by the American Kennel Club? I should know this, and I don't. I'm going to guess 131. Ooh. Too low. 197. Ah, I was going to guess 210, but I figured I would go prices right and go under. (laughs) 
mixing uh, what game was, shows. What was the last breed added? Um, I'll be very impressed if you get this. I have I've never heard of this breed until I is it the it one up. is it the one that starts with an X that's from Mexico? No, dang it! It was uh, it was added just this year. Oh, I do not know then. Uh, it's the Boer or Buer Terrier. Never heard of I it. I don't know that one. I have yeah. I have a, a lot of googling to do later. Mm-hmm. They I was surprised to see that they've been adding new breeds every year. Yeah, there was one a couple years ago that was like a dog that was very popular. I want to say in Mexico, and it was added maybe in the past like five or so years. Uh. I think it's fascinating when dogs get added to the AKC list mm-hmm. because that means quite a few things, right? So, like, Labradoodles are not an AKC recognized breed. Like, we have just yeah, made I up noticed the name that. Labradoodle. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that is because there is no recognized breed standard. So, in order for it to be recognized, basically, they have to know, like, what does a what does the ideal dog of this mm. breed look like? And that's what dogs are judged on in yeah. the dog shows. So like when the the judge is getting real handsy with a schnauzer or something, mm-hmm, it's because mm-hmm. they're they're trying to figure out like, okay, are their shoulders too far apart or like is their nose too long or too short depending on like what the breed standard is. So if a dog is added to that list, there has to be like an air quotes ideal <laughs> size, shape, color, yeah. whatever for that breed. And Labradoodles, um, because it's just like a poodle and a lab loved each other very much and had a <laughs> litter of puppies. Um, and, and they can come out looking so very different and have like characteristics of the lab, characteristics of the poodle, um, it's just, it's just all over the board. So, yeah. Nice. So around 10 years ago, a little yeah. over 10 years ago, there was a study, a DNA study by some researchers at UCLA. Yeah. Uh, they, they only looked at 85 breeds of dogs, but uh-huh. still the, the most common ones. And part of this study, they determined which breeds have the most DNA in common with wolves. Ooh. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to name four breeds. Okay. And you tell me which one you think is most closely related to wolves in terms oh. of their DNA. Okay. Okay. Golden Retriever. Okay. Shiba Inu. Okay. The Doge. <laughs> uh, German Shepherd. And Belgian Malinois. Which I, just in the course of this research learned that is the dog one of the many dogs from john wick movies yes um i i would also like to start a campaign right here right now um to give those dogs an oscar i think <laughs> um because it was john wick three right yeah i think those so dogs were yep. in. they were incredible i i don't watch a lot of movies with dogs in them because I have to check doesthedogguy.com <laughs> before yeah. I watch those movies. Um, that movie passed. And 
I'm really glad that it did. But did you watch John Wick 1? I did not. I absolutely did not. Uh, You just skipped it? (laughs) I skipped it entirely. (laughs) And I just got the spark notes from my husband. And then I watched 2 and 3. Which was a great ride. All right. So, Four Breeds. Yep. Which one do you think is most closely related to the wolf? Um, I am going to guess that it, it's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with my heart. Okay. Knowing full well that there is going to be some trickery happening. <laughs> Why right? do you think I would trick you? Because it's a game show, Greg. <laughs> oh, okay. Bamboozled. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I am actually going to go in the reverse order that you gave them to me. So I'm going to go Belgian Malinois, German Shepherd, Shiba Inu, Golden Retriever. So I don't, I don't actually know the order of all four, but I know which one is closest to okay. the wolf. Yeah. Uh, it is actually the Shiba Inu. Really? Yeah. The out of that study, they said wow. they picked out four breeds that they said are super close to the wolf. It was Shiba Inu, yeah, um, uh, the uh, the Malamute or whatever. Oh yeah, um, the Ascrit is that is that right? Ascrit. It looks like a Malamute, um, and maybe Siberian Husky. Siberian Husky and Malamute, I would have totally guessed. In a heartbeat, yeah. because they essentially look the same. Yeah, but the Shiba Inu is kind of a surprise pick out of yes. those. Yes. So I had to throw that in there. Doge lovers everywhere. They can, can they can know. Can I take an aside really quickly and ask you, do you know how to pronounce the cryptocurrency? Because it's been too long and I'm actually just too embarrassed to ask. But Dogecoin? I feel like is it Dogecoin? I that's what I say. Dogecoin. Okay. Because I've heard Dogacoin, I've heard <laughs> Dogecoin, but I'm like, no, that's too close to Doja Cat, mm. the the musician. Um, so Dogecoin? Doge? Dogecoin? Dogecoin? I mean, that's how I say it. Okay. I, I've never mispronounced anything that I've read off the <laughs> internet, let me tell you. <laughs> There's no, I haven't found a reputable source. Um, I... Uh, so I'm taking a class right now. This is a terrible aside. I will get back on track. <laughs> I promise. I was in uh, a class that I'm taking the other night, and the professor was talking about cryptocurrency, and all he said was, it's not pronounced doggy coin. And I'm like, well, duh. But then he didn't <laughs> actually pronounce it. Mm. So, Dogecoin? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's okay. Dogecoin. Okay. Great. On board. At All least right. I have something to latch on to and be like, okay, this is the one way I'm going to pronounce it now instead yes. of the 15 other ways. Yep. Yes. All right. Next category. Yes. Dogs in space. Yes. Uh, which, if you didn't yep. know, is a film from 1986 <gasps> made by some Australians. No! I don't know. I don't know anything about the film. And I don't think it actually has to do with actual dogs going into space. Oh. But a couple questions. What country sent dogs to space? Russia. How many dogs did they send to space? Two. Ooh, it was more than that. Really? Yeah. I know the 
I know the names of the first two that they sent to space. Of what were their names? Belka and Strelka. So, <laughs> all right. So I learned some things and you're about yes. to learn something too. Oh, tell me. So they actually, there were, according to Wikipedia, there yeah. were 26 total dogs that they sent, Whoa. that they launched. But uh, the first 17 were suborbital. So they, 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 yeah, they don't oh, really sure. care. Okay. Uh, the two you mentioned were not the first ones to go orbital. Oh, no. They were the first ones to make it back. There was a different dog that they launched into orbit. It did not survive. Uh, its name was uh, Laika, something like that. Oh. Laika. But now yes. I'm just, now I'm just it, sad thinking of all of the dogs that were lost to space science. Well, most of them did make it back. Yeah. Um, one of the more interesting things that I learned when I was reading about that is they very purposefully used uh, stray dogs yeah. because they believed that they could handle the stress better than a, like a, oh, a housebroken dog. Yeah. As someone who has a nervous dog, I fully support their line of thinking. There is yeah. no way... That my beautiful neurotic princess Penny <laughs> would be able to withstand uh, a flight into space. All right. That's all I got on dogs in space. <laughs> as far as I can tell, nobody else ever sent dogs into space. All right. Uh, next category dogs in yes. art. <gasps> okay. There's this uh, the famous painting of dogs playing poker. Yes. Can you picture it in your head? Mm-hmm. What breeds are present in that picture? Um, I want to say there's a German Shepherd. Okay. Uh, I also want to say there is a Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe uh, a Dalmatian? Mm. no <laughs> uh a golden retriever <laughs> i'm just i'm just wildly guessing at this point so, i think that the bulldog and the german shepherd were the only ones where i was like i could see that happening okay so this is actually a little bit of a trick question yeah um because there are actually 18 different paintings by the same artist cassius <gasps> marcellus coolidge of dogs playing poker no way yeah so uh, he did the first one was in 1894, and that one is just for St. Bernard's. And it's called Poker Game. And that painting actually sold at auction in 2015 for over $600,000. Yeah, oh, I can see that. Um, there's a different one that he did. So, so he made that first painting, and then he did a series of, I think it was 16 of them, as part of an advertisement campaign. Wow. And then and then he did another one much later. But the one that is probably the most popular is sure. called it's actually called A Friend in Need. And it's called that because uh you know this picture of all there's like seven dogs around a table and in yeah. the foreground there's a bulldog who is passing an ace to his the the dog sitting next to him. Oh god, a that's little, so cute. A little cheater. <laughs> um now I am not as good at you as as deciphering breeds but here are my guesses as to the breeds in that painting you can look them up later and tell me how close i was but i think it's i think it's a, it's a couple saint bernards 
Okay. Uh, some kind of a, a pincher or a greyhound. Oh, sure. Um, maybe a boxer, but it might okay. also be another St. Bernard. I'm not sure. Okay. And then a couple of bulldogs and then a collie of some sort. Beautiful. That, that's that's my guesses. I had no clue that that was a series. I took Renaissance art history mm. in college and that was definitely too early if you're saying that the first one was in the late late 1800s. Yeah, the uh this series was very popular at the time because it was one of the first that showed like the what's the word like humanized animals or animals doing human things. Anthropomorphized animals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly the word I'm looking for. All right. That's all the dogs in art that I got. That uh, that was beautiful. A big fan. A plus. Uh, next up is dogs in music. <gasps> uh, this dog, this, uh, this one we can do uh, Jeopardy style. Okay. This dog rapidly gained popularity with his debut album in 1993. Snoop Dogg. Who is Snoop Dogg? That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the surprising things about his debut album Mm-hmm. Uh, it debuted at number one, despite the fact that it had a parental advisory label. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was surprising at the time. Yeah. All right. That was the easy one. We got the easy one out of the way. <laughs> uh, so there's a 1995 rock album, okay. although at this point, I think qualifies as dad rock. <laughs> I, I heard that term recently and was sad to know that all the music I listen to is now classified as dad rock. I'm into it. Uh, so, yes, 1995 rock album whose famous cover features a three-legged dog. Like, that's it's kind of green tinted. Right on front, whole thing is a three-legged dog. Name right. the band. Bonus points if you can name the album. Uh, I cannot. I can name neither, and <laughs> I feel really embarrassed about it because I love 90s, like, grunge rock alternative music. Uh, I'm going to be really embarrassed. Uh, the band is Alice in Chains. Oh, fart. Okay. I'll still give you a chance. Can you name the album? I still cannot. The album I is will... Alice in Chains. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen that one coming. I should have seen it coming. <laughs> you always guess self-titled. That's true. That's uh, true. Other acceptable <laughs> names for the album are the dog album. Okay. The dog record. Okay. Or tripod. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I I think I have that CD somewhere. Um, that or one of my brothers had it. But I, I distinctively remember that album uh cover and when i search online yeah people everywhere like if you just search for like music album with dog on cover that's one of the first ones you'll find perfect all right still in the dogs and music yes in 1952 patty page sang the song how much is that doggy in the window Uh uh-huh now the song never answers the question correct but Patty Page answered it in 2009. <gasps> so, how much was the doggy in the window? 
No. Mm. Wait, are we talking 1950s prices or are we talking now prices? Uh, uh, I don't know. Four ninety nine. No, it's this is a trick question. Mm. Uh, in two thousand nine, Patty Page said the answer is too much, oh, and God. I don't just mean the price tag on puppies and pet stores. The real cost is in the suffering of the mother dogs back at the puppy mill. That's where most pet store puppies come from. And that kind of cruelty is too high a price to pay. Get it. But was her name Patty? Yeah. Yeah. Get it, Patty. So also in 2009, when she said this, she released a new version of the song titled, Do You See That Doggy in the Shelter? Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Adopt. Um, I'm going to pull a Bob Barker and say, spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. The the new spin on Patty Page's song. I love it. Next category is dogs in movies. Okay. Ooh. In 1997, Buddy mm-hmm. from Air Bud became yes. every millennial's best friend mm-hmm. with his movie where he played basketball. Yes. What breed is Buddy? He's a golden retriever. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's the one hundred dollar question. <laughs> so now Buddy would go on to play four other sports. Yes. What were they? Um he played basketball, football, soccer, or global football, mm-hmm. depending. I also want to say that he played ice hockey. Ooh, no. No? Dang it. That uh, would have been impressive. That would have been impressive. I know um the football one for sure because there yep. was Airbud Golden Receiver. Yes, that is that uh, is correct. Mm-hmm. And then I know soccer because you, you don't know, actually you know the name of the soccer one. I don't know the soccer one. Airbud World Pup. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a solid pun. That's a solid pun. What is another sport? He didn't do like track and field, did nope, he? No. Nope. Uh, I don't know. Couldn't have played tennis. Did he? He didn't. Okay. But I think he could have. So Probably could have. His third movie, mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, his fourth movie was Air Bud Seventh Inning Fetch, where he played baseball. Oh, boy. They, <laughs> they went. I want to know what those, like, writer's room meetings were, where they were like, New Air Bud movie. <laughs> Who's got a good dog sports pun? I want to know how does he play baseball? Does he does he actually swing at the ball with the bat? Probably. Probably. Did they it in throw his mouth? baseballs at this dog? That I I like you have several questions. Uh, I have not seen this one. And then his last sport, yeah. uh. Airbud spikes back. Volleyball. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is volleyball. And I I'm really curious how does Airbud spike a volleyball? I don't need to see the whole movie. I just want to see a clip of how they made <laughs> a dog spike a volleyball. I um oh boy. Oh, I hate myself. But he must have been a good Irish setter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I uh, immediately hated myself thinking of that. Other oh, other dogs in movies, yes. minus the puns. Yep. Uh, everybody knows that everybody knows the dog Toto from Wizard of Oz, but not oh, everybody knows Toto's breed. What breed is Toto? He's a Karen Terrier. That is correct. Yes. I only know that because we had a Karen Terrier. Oh. Before what? that. I had never even heard of a Karen Terrier. Yeah, not spelled K-A-R-E-N, spelled uh, C-A-I-R-I-N, perhaps? Uh, No I at the end there, but C-A-I-R-N. Do you know what a Karen is? I don't. Uh, It's like a, it's either a rock or like a mound of rocks. And those Terriers were bred for uh, like digging through piles of rocks to get rodents and stuff. Sounds about right. Yeah, terriers for sure. Uh, love a good rodent hunt. All right, this next one. Yes. This is like a, the $32,000 question where you get to lock it in that a lot of people would struggle with, but I think oh, I boy. think you might nail it really fast. Okay. Uh, can you give me the name and the breed yeah. of the dog owned by L. Woods in Legally Blonde? Oh, yes. He's a chihuahua and his name is Bruiser. Yeah. It, they're, they're both Gemini vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. See, we know each other so well now. Yes. You're like, you're not going to struggle with this question at all. What? Like, right. it's hard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next one. Uh, this one, I, I get heated up about this. Okay. There's a famous story about a sled dog named Balto. Yes. Who led the team that delivered some much needed medicine to Nome, Alaska. Yeah. But it's all a lie. Balto only led the team that ran the very last piece of the journey. There was a different dog that did all the real work and deserves the title of hero. Name yep. that dog. Um. Okay, so I can't, but I do. <laughs> I do know. Um, I do know that there is a movie on Disney Plus. Yes, that's how a, I know about this. <laughs> about this dog. Who's the actor? Um, can you name the actor? I can name the actor if you let me <laughs> vamp. For a little bit. Or or name some other movies that that actor is in. Oh, he played the villain in one of the Spider-Man movies. He played yep. Peter Parker's best friend's dad. I know his name. I can see his face. <laughs> oh, I I am never going to forget his name again once I remember it. All right, you just tell me when, when to blurt it out. Can you give me any sort of hint? Uh, <laughs> I know this is not Jeopardy protocol. It starts with a W. Uh, Willem Dafoe. There you go. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to give hints. Yes, that's all I needed. That's all I uh, needed. So the movie is Togo. Togo. Yeah. So when we were yeah. watching that, I didn't realize that it was the story of Balto. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the real dog, I was just like, man, this seems really familiar. But yeah. they already made this movie. It's called Balto. Right. But then they show how at the end, the different dog, Balto, ends up taking over um, because Willem Dafoe and his team, they had to hang back. Mm-hmm. Uh, great movie, I got to say. It was really good. 
And uh, some of the things that happen in that movie seem like uh, very Hollywood type action of, no, surely that didn't happen in real life. Sure. But they, they claim that it did. Dogs are incredible. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, moving from the big screen to the small screen, dogs in mm-hmm. television. Yes. Uh, there was one dog that really paved the way for all future dogs, and that dog oh. is Lassie. Yep. What breed, specific, mm-hmm. what breed is Lassie? A Shetland sheepdog. No. Dang it. Uh, Collie. <laughs> so, Collie is correct, but if okay. you were to get more specific, can you name that breed? For what it's worth, I had never heard of this kind of collie. I uh I cannot. Rough collie. Oh, interesting. So there must be a smooth collie then. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Another famous TV dog uh is the dog from Frasier. Oh yeah. Can you give me the name and breed of that dog? Um, I don't remember the dog's name. I want to say it was Charlie, but that's not it. Like, no. I know for a fact that it's not <laughs> it. Um, but he is a Jack Russell Terrier. Yes. His name is Eddie. Eddie! Yeah. I knew and it was something that ended in an E. Very famous television dog. Uh, yes. He was on a lot of magazine covers and things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, bonus points. Can you name Eddie's real name? I want to say Wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Wishbone from TV was also a Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, uh, his name I was not Wishbone. His, name. his real name was Moose. Mm. Uh, so fun fact. Moose. There are 263 episodes of Frasier. Yeah. According to IMDb, how many of those episodes did Moose appear in? I'm going to go 263. No. No. 240. No. Far fewer? Yeah. 112. Uh, it's more than that. It's, okay. uh, it's 164. That's that pretty good. He's a hardworking show dog. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing is he's only credited for 17. How... How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they, that's how they do their Hollywood accounting, so they don't have to pay mm. the dog as much. Um, gender and uh, breed and racial equity in TV, <laughs> all of that, dogs yeah. included. All right. Uh, next up is cartoon dogs. Okay. Now this one, I'm gonna name a dog. All you gotta do yep. is tell me the breed. Because yep. sometimes cartoons, cartoon dogs, it can be tough to tell what breed they're going for. Sure. So the first one is a toss-up, Snoopy. A beagle. Yep. Everybody yes. knows that. Not because mm-hmm. Snoopy looks at all like a beagle. No. Just because Charlie Brown says many times, you mm-hmm. beagle or, I don't know. <laughs> he says something. He says the word beagle. Yeah. Um. How about Doug from Up? Is he a golden retriever? Yes. Yes. Nice. I don't think I would have guessed that because he's not yeah. shaped. He's he's much more round than a golden retriever. He's he's far more stout than yeah. a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby Doo. Uh, Great Dane. Yes. Yes. Very good. 
How about Gromit from Wallace and Gromit? Uh, this one, I do not know. Also a beagle. Oh. All right. Okay. This next one is hard. Yes. This is really hard. Odie from Garfield. Adorable is what mm-hmm. he is. Um, <laughs> he's not a dachshund. Ooh, that's actually really close. Really? He is a dachshund beagle mix. No way! <laughs> I remember him having like a very long snout and like floppy ears in the style of a dachshund, but I'm like, I don't yeah. think he had like a short body from what I remember. I'm very impressed that you even Thank guessed you. that part. Um, I thought you were going to say Courage the Cowardly Dog, and I'm like, that's just a cartoon. I There's yeah. no... He's he's um like totally mixed breed. <laughs> I I made sure to pick ones where there's some kind of an answer. Distinct. Uh, got it. So this last one, yeah, Goofy. Uh, a bloodhound. Very close. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I couldn't find anything where Disney actually said what breed he was. Sure. Um, but most. People that seem to know what they're talking about say that he's a uh, coonhound. Oh, that makes which, sense. Yeah, which I assume I, I, is very much like a bloodhound in the in the hound family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of more interesting things about Goofy is there's actually a conspiracy theory that he is in fact a cow and not a dog. Right, because Pluto is a dog, and that would just break the whole Disney world that like one dog is anthropomorphized Mm -hmm. and the other is a dog. And Goofy also dated a cow at some point in one of the cartoons or. I want to say her name was Daisy. Maybe. It's possible. That's like a very stereotypical cow name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a whole Snopes article talking about the fact that Goofy is not a cow. I, uh, I have heard that people don't know if Goofy is or isn't a dog because of the whole Pluto situation. All right. Next category. Dogs in politics. <gasps> oh, I'm going to be weak in this category. I can tell. <laughs> Who are the current president's dogs? <laughs> oh, Major and Champ. Yeah. And what kind of dogs yeah. are they? They are German Shepherds. Very good. Um, very good. And I believe they are um I don't I don't know what the house arrest equivalent is for dogs because <laughs> I believe they bit a couple of Secret Service staff. <laughs> One of them did. One of them did. I wanna say it was Champ. It was either Champ or Major. It was only one mm. of them. One of them's a very good boy, and the other one <laughs> um, needs to go back to dog school. <laughs> so I actually didn't know that part. Yeah. L- learned more new things today. Yep. Uh, now, our last president, Trump, famously did not have any pets in the White Correct. House. Correct. Who yeah. was the last president before him to not have a dog? Uh, Calvin Coolidge. No. I had no clue. <laughs> uh, William McKinley. Oh. Who, of course, started his pre- presidency in, I think it was 1897. That's a long time to not have yeah, a pet. Yeah, everybody else like, had 
Well, he did have pets, just not a dog. He had a parrot <gasps> and some cats and some roosters. Hang on. So every single one of them had a dog? Not yeah, just like- at least one dog. They some had wow. more. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a um that's a blog I'm gonna run is like presidential dogs. Yeah. And just do a deep dive on each of them. There's a surprising amount of information out there about the dogs that presidents had. That's incredible. Despite the fact that those dogs really don't have many achievements of their own, not like no. Lassie or Mm-mm. Moose. They have zero jobs other than helping to lower the blood pressure of whomever is in office. All right. Last category. Mm-hmm. Dog world records. Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you the record. Okay. And you tell me what breed you think it is. Ooh, okay. Uh, so first up, heaviest dog, 343 pounds. Is that a Mastiff? It is indeed a Mastiff. Yes! Those dogs are enormous. <laughs> <laughs> this was a dog named Zorba. Oh. Uh, what's interesting is I kind of wonder if this is still the actual record. Because this feels like one of those things where the Guinness Book of World Records would be like, yeah, we don't want to promote people overfeeding their dogs anymore. Mm. So we're just not going to do this one anymore. Sure. It's kind of like the, uh, I think there's a record for the longest time without sleep. I, I don't think that they support that one anymore. Sure. Yep. Oh, you know what? I listened to a podcast about the person who held the record or like um, won a contest for not sleeping for the, like it was a radio station concert or something like that. Um, <laughs> and it did damage his ability to sleep later in his life oh wow yeah so it's a good thing that they're like "Mm, you know what maybe everyone get your 40 winks Mm -hmm. all right next record is tallest dog this dog was Mm -hmm. 43 inches paw to shoulder or seven foot three standing on his hind legs holy cow yeah um i'm gonna guess a great dane because they tend to be very tall it was indeed a Great Dane yes. named Giant George. Perfect name. All right. This next one is going to be tough. Okay. Oldest dog, 29 years and nine months. Shut the front door. A 29-year-old dog? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's a small dog since small dogs tend to live... Longer than large dogs. Um, I'm going to go Chihuahua on this one. Mm, close. You were on the right track with small dog. Yeah. Uh, this one was actually a Beagle Dachshund Terrier mix. Oh. So pretty close to an Odie. 29? Yeah. And his name was Max. Oh, that's such Maxed a good dog out. name. <laughs> All right. Uh, smallest dog, four ounces, two and a half inches tall, three and a half inches nose to butt (laughs) is the official measurement. Uh, is that one a chihuahua? Nope. Mm. Uh, teacup poodle? Nope. I'm I'm out of guesses. (laughs) Uh, Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, it's a pup! 
Poppy, right? Isn't Poppy a Yorkie? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Uh, but Poppy is not four ounces, two and a half inches tall, right? Three and a half inches nose to butt. Correct. Poppy is much larger in comparison, but still uh, was, a reasonable Yorkie size. It was unclear how old this dog was. Like, was this a full size dog? Is this a puppy? Sure. Or uh, if this dog had a genetic uh, oh, sure. thing happening, like yeah. dwarfism for, for dogs. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, these next ones are more about the abilities of the okay. dogs. Highest jump, 68 inches. Uh, is that a border collie? No. Okay. (laughs) Highest jump. I don't know, a lab? Nope. I I give up. Greyhound. I should have guessed Greyhound. I was like, I know they are the fastest, but they, have you ever seen a Greyhound in person? Uh, I don't know if I have. My sister-in-law, Kelly, has a greyhound. Just the sweetest little potato of a dog. She's (laughs) not little. She is enormous. And her thighs look like she's been in the gym the majority (laughs) of her dog life. Her back end is so muscular, she can't sit down like other dogs. Oh, jeez. Like, and that's just how greyhounds are built. Like, yeah. they were built for speed. Yeah. I should have guessed that the highest jumper was a greyhound. They're like the dog version of those Olympic indoor cyclists. Have you ever Absolutely. seen their legs? Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Next record, longest jump. 32 uh, feet and a quarter inch. Wait, no. Sorry. 32.25 feet. I read that incorrectly. 32 feet and three inches. Is that also a greyhound? It is not. Is it a border collie? It is not. Is it a poodle? It is not. I am three strikes. I'm out. (laughs) Uh, I'll give you one hint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the dog most deserving of Oscars. <gasps> it's a German Shepherd. No. <laughs> you just mentioned Oh, the Malinois. The Belgian yeah, Malinois. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes. I for- They look very <laughs> similar, so I immediately went to German Shepherd <laughs> instead of the, the Belgian Malinois. All right. So here's a couple crazy ones. Longest ears... 11 and a half inches. Basset Hound. Definitely. Yes! This Basset Hound I am was redeemed. Mr. Jeffries. Oh my God, I love him. <laughs> and uh, I have to imagine Mr. Jeffries just really struggles through life stepping on his ears all the time. Oh, that poor, poor puppy. <laughs> Those are long ears. Yeah. All right, next one. Longest tongue, 17 inches. Uh, is that a lab? No. I don't know if there's like one breed of dogs that's known for longer tongues than other dogs. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it can't be a small dog. Right. 
I'm going to guess it's a dog that already has a fairly long snout. So maybe it's, I mean, greyhounds have very long snouts. That's on the table. Um, Terriers are built for like rooting around and -hmm. digging and like going in and grabbing stuff and then pulling it out. So maybe they do. Uh, Maybe it's a hound. Like a bloodhound. No. It is a boxer. Really? Yeah. They I saw a picture of it and it was crazy. <laughs> and boxers don't have very long noses at all, so that's that's a goofy looking dog. Yeah, this this dog's tongue it was just massive. And then it said like this dog's gonna hold on to the record for a long time. So I wonder if sure. there's just something abnormal about this dog's tongue. Uh, but the dog was named Brandy. Oh, Brandy. All right. The last the last record, the last dog fact that I have for you. Yeah. Most tennis balls in the mouth, five. Is that a golden retriever? It is a golden yeah! retriever. <laughs> <laughs> um, our friends that we hung out with hung out with this past weekend. They have a golden retriever. His name is Finn. And he is one of the goodest boys, if not <laughs> the goodest boy I've ever met. And let me tell you right now, he loves, capital L, loves a tennis ball. So this golden retriever's name is Augie. Oh. And there's, yeah, there's a name. picture of Augie with five tennis balls <laughs> stuffed in its mouth. Now, I do have to question this record. Like, I don't know if it's still standing because five is a low number. There could be other sure. dogs, other dogs that have tied it. Maybe this mm-hmm. dog was the first to prove that it had five. Sure. Uh, is six really that far away? Mm. I mean, if you if you teach Brandy, the boxer, to balance six tennis balls on her tongue, does that <gasps> sure. count? Sure. Oh, interesting plot twist. Yeah. But yes, Augie, the Golden Retriever, has the record. Love it. According to the article that I read. (laughs) Uh, With five tennis balls in the mouth. That's delightful. All right. That's all my dog facts. That's all I got. Oh, what a good... I don't... I wonder how much money I would have won if this were actually Jeopardy. (laughs) Um, I do know that whoever is hosting Jeopardy now would not have given me as many hints as you did. Um, But thank you, because uh, it really helped to boost my (laughs) self-esteem. No, this was so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, it's like Jeopardy where I don't have to buzz in. I have an opportunity to answer Every single one of the questions. They always say that the buzzing is the hardest part of Jeopardy, mm-hmm. like being the first one to buzz. So you yep. got to take that part away. Yep. And that was, I mean, that can confirm. You take that part out of Jeopardy. Uh, it's it's a ton of fun. <laughs> well, we would love to hear from you. What dog facts do you have? Or what other trivia style episodes do you want us to do? We want to hear. So make sure you hit us up on Instagram. We're at coworking underscore podcast. If you've got a topic suggestion for us, DM us on Instagram. Come on. 
We're sure that you have friends that are missing their random office chit-chats. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about us. That's it for this week. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. What?